For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. You work hard for your money. Are you sure it's working hard for you? You could be sure with Merowest Credit Union. As a credit union, Merowest is all about people, you and me. So they do the right thing by offering us better rates, greater choices, and better service. Merowest Smart Rewards Checking is a perfect example. It's a checking account that pays you with rates up to 18 times the national average. Really, check it out at merowest.com. And service? Merowest takes pride in what they do. Experience it. Your dreams and Merowest's values just go together. Consider Merowest today. What's going on, Bird Gang? This is Alex Singleton of the Philadelphia Eagles, and I just wanted to thank you for tuning in to Philly Sports with Giovanni on Eagles Brawl. Don't forget to subscribe to the show and leave a five-star rating. And as always, fly, Eagles, fly. Go Birds. This is a Brawl Network production. We're talking about practice, man. You're listening to Philly Sports with Giovanni. It felt really good to prove to everybody, but not only that, prove to ourselves that we... We had great potential, and through the year, we just kept passing tests and passing tests, and eventually, we were the team to beat. Here's the man, the myth, the legend, Giovanni Hamilton. Hey guys, welcome back to Philly Sports with Giovanni. Today I have on the Blue Meanie again. Thank you so much for coming on. Uh, I love talking to you every time. Oh man, thank you very much for that intro. You're like, ah, the Blue Meanie again. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> nah, dude, seriously, it's my honor. Uh, my pleasure to be here. Uh, dude, man, you know, uh, you got a lot going on, man. You got here like a sportscaster, you're a viral sensation uh yeah you're the most humble guy i know so <laughs> if i was your age and getting to do the cool things i get to do i'd be like uh uh excuse me i have a list of requests now uh <laughs> i need a, a bowl m&ms with all the green ones removed and uh it's <laughs> all that good stuff man but no seriously dude i'm so happy for you uh you know you got a lot of cool stuff going on and uh I'm happy to be here, man. Uh, you asked me to do it. I felt bad because, like, today I'm recording, like, three podcasts, including yours. And uh, I was like, I got to get on with Giovanni. So I'd kick off my day right, you know? Yeah. Um, well, I'm going to dive into the Carson Wentz stuff. I just want to sure. tell you guys before because everyone keeps asking how I found out. And it was actually I slept in till noon. Uh, after my surgery, um, and then my mom comes in my room, right, mom? You come in my room, walking in, and you go, "Hey, Carson Wentz got traded." That's the way you woke me up. 
Oh my god, that's the worst way to find out, man. <clears throat> I don't know if you guys hear my mom chuckling in the background, but she knows. She knows that that's what she did. Moms do that. Moms are good <laughs> for doing that stuff, man. You know, you know. But uh, dude, I found out. I was like, oh my god. Well, he kind of saw it coming, but you hope it didn't happen. Yeah. You know? And then yeah. your your video uh, broke a million hearts, man. Because we all we all felt your pain. All of us who uh, love and appreciate Carson, and uh, I put out a video, which I don't <laughs> think is uh, child friendly. Uh, towards all the people who hated Carson Wentz, uh, I kind of told them off in my own special way. Uh, I went a little bit South Philly on them, and uh, <laughs> which. Uh, it would be funny if you did, but you, I know you can't. So, you know, you got good parents there that raised you well. So, uh, uh, but yeah, man, the, the way everything happened with Carson just annoyed me. You know, he uh, did his best. And uh, like you and I have said on many of the postgame shows, the organization did him no favors where, you know, he didn't feel like he had a, a sense of being, you know, security, you know. Two years in a row, you know, Nick Foles is breathing down his neck. You know, people are like, oh, we want Foles, trade Wentz. You know, he has one season where it's just him. And then, uh, you know, the dirt cheap shot happens against Seattle. And, you know, I think that headshot, you know, the concussion, I think that really did a number on him. You know, uh, I've yeah. had them, unfortunately. And I know what they do to a person. I've seen it happen. And that stuff lingers with you for a little while. So I think it, it bled over into the next season. And then uh, in the second round, they draft Jalen Hurts. And at one point, at some point, somebody's got to throw up their hands and go, what do I have to do? <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. But, and, uh, and now we have this starting QB, right? Jalen Hurts. Mm-hmm. What do you think the Eagles are going to do with that sixth pick? Um, well, let me uh, I'll get to that. Let me hop back to the, the last question. And they really did Carson Wentz no favors because then the QB death chart read Wentz hurts. So yeah. <laughs> the guy's constantly getting injured, and then you draft a quarterback named Hurts, so it says Wentz hurts when you look at the depth charts. So I digress. Uh, I hope they get – I don't get another quarterback. Just, that, that's uh, what I was just kind of saying. You know what they're going to get? Quarterback factory. Uh, the quarterback regression factory. Uh, <laughs> what kind of – like, if that if they're really a quarterback factory, they would probably have to hang up a going out of business sign or something because, <laughs> really, which quarterbacks? Show me this factory. Um, yeah. The quarterback factory left with Andy Reid. He was the quarterback whisperer, you know. Uh, but, uh, dude – yeah, they need more weapons, man. This team's definitely not getting younger. Well, it's going to start getting younger. But you need a, a, an offensive line. You need uh, another wide receiver. Uh, I believe – I think we have a good core of young wide receivers. I like Travis Fulgham. I like Ward. I, I like Rager. I just think the lack of a – lack of an offseason kind of – did the you know rookie Rager and Hertz? Uh, they 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 really didn't have a, a really good you know preseason. There was no preseason, all that good stuff. But now that you know with the COVID and vaccinations and stuff like that, 
hopefully we can have some semblance of a normal preseason. Yeah. And uh, hopefully, um, again, no, don't get a quarterback, please. Yeah. Uh, if I if it wasn't for the fact I'd, I'd go out of frame, I'd go on my knees right now and beg, please. <laughs> you see me disappear off camera, please. No, no. <laughs> get get a get a veteran backup uh, for the quarterback to kind of groom Jalen. You know, hey, I mean. Carson had a really good one there with uh, Josh. Um, blanking on his last name. Uh, the guy who looks like... Uh, Josh McCown? Yeah. He looks like Drago from Rocky IV. Uh, <laughs> he was good for Carson, man, to be on the sidelines and stuff like Carson played really well with Josh McCown on the, yeah. the sideline. So get a, get a, get a, vet, uh, a skilled veteran on the sideline, you know, it's, you know to uh, groom Jalen for uh, in-game situations and stuff like that. But like you said, what will we do with that six-pick? Get a wide receiver, man. Uh, yeah, Jamar Chase. Yeah. What's good is having a good quarterback if he has nobody to throw to. I mean, again, I said, we we have, I believe, I, I'm confident in our receivers, but you just need another piece, man. And our, our first-round piece, you know. Mm-hmm. Because they all played well until Alshon came back, and for some reason they're just like, and I, nothing against Alshon, but it just seemed like Alshon sucked the wind out of the uh, wide receiver core, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, oh, Alshon's back. We have to go back to being backups again, you know? But when, you know, it was just them and they knew, like, there's no Alshon, no Deshaun, they were they were balling, man. They were doing great. Yeah. I, I sound so corny saying balling, but they were balling. Um, <laughs> look at that forty-seven-year-old guy going balling. Yeah, they were balling. Yeah, they were doing, they were doing great on, on, on that stretch. And then again, Alshon comes back in the room. And it's just like it's like yeah, you know. So uh, yeah, so why uh, six pick? Please, pretty please, Allie. With sugar on top, yeah. or a cherry on top, Ew. Uh, whipped cream and whatever, wherever you put on a dessert, this yeah. would be the deal. Why uh, yeah. receiver, please? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, I saw a lot of people on Twitter worried that I was gonna switch to being a Colts fan. Sorry, <laughs> but you're stuck with me. I'm a loyal fan. The Eagles were my first love. Of course, love. of course, you're born into it. <laughs> Yeah. Um, so I got some pushback for being a Birds fan, but also a Carson Wentz fan. Yeah. Uh, what do you think? Can you be fans of a team and a player and multiple teams? Absolutely. Um, dude, when I was in high school, I went through a similar thing with Reggie White leaving. Uh, huge Reggie White fan. Love Reggie White. Still do to this day. And uh, it was right in the beginning of when free agency, free agency started becoming a thing. And he was like one of the pioneers of pushing for free agency. And uh, the Eagles didn't want to pay him. And he wanted to stay. But, hey, I got to, you know, I got to get, you know, get signed, get paid. Mm-hmm. And then he went to Green Bay. So when he went to Green Bay, I didn't stop liking him. 
I knew that he wanted to stay. I know I knew Reggie White wanted to stay, and I knew Reggie White wanted to be an Eagle, but the Eagles organization, you know, botched it. They they dropped the ball literally with keeping one of the best defensive players of all time. Keep him in house. They failed. So I knew that as a kid, and I watched you know the news. I mean, it wasn't sports coverage back then wasn't what it is today where everything's immediate. You know, you had to wait for the six o'clock news and that 10 minute gap on the six o'clock news. And that was it. There's a little bit on ESPN back then, but not much. Now it's just like, there's a tweet and everybody explodes. But back to your question, because I like to ramble. Um, <laughs> I like to give full answers. Um, um yeah, I became a Reggie White fan in Green Bay. Uh, but when he played the Eagles, I rooted for the Eagles. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Now, the, the situation with Carson, I call it, you know, like if – like I have a friend who – I'm not going to put his name out there, but I have a friend who's an Eagles fan and a Cowboys fan, and I – yeah, your face <laughs> exactly said it. What? And I How? kill. Here's my imitation of him. Well, I played Pop Warner football, and you know our football had the helmet on. I like the star. You know every Cowboys fan. Oh, I like the star. <laughs> Get out of here. You know it's like it's like which shirt you wearing this Sunday, huh, buddy? You know we we rib him. We're like, oh man, who hurt you? as a child to make you a Cowboys fan. Uh, you know, <laughs> should I call the police? Uh, who hurt you? But yeah, it's bizarre. Uh, but you know, I call that a violation. I don't know if your parents have introduced you to that term yet. You know, there's certain things in sports that are violations, you know, being an Eagles and Cowboys fan, that's a violation. Yeah. But in your case, Carson went to the AFC. Mm-hmm. which does not directly involve the Eagles, you know, unless the, he straight up plays the Eagles, then you have a, you have a decision to make. Yeah. But like if he played in an NFC team and like their stay at standings in the NFC playoffs directly affected the Eagles, you have a decision to make, but he went to the AFC. So whatever he does, unless he's playing the Eagles, you can re- cheer for him because it doesn't affect the Eagles because he's in the AFC. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. No, I have secondary teams I like. You know, I'm an Eagles fan through and through, diehard, 100%. But I also love football. Yeah, that's how I feel. Yeah. And uh, coming from the world of professional wrestling, I love a good story. You know, I'll root for the Buffalo Bills because they have a story. Yeah. You know, four Super Bowl appearances didn't win one. You know, they hadn't been in the playoffs in, in decades. Oh, well, they, they made it a couple years ago, but they were out in the first round against the Jags. And then they made it this year. I was like, man. And then they started, they started the Buffalo Bills fans did the Bills World Order with the BWO logo. So I made BWO shirts for them and stuff like that. You know, that, you know, that helped me a little bit. <laughs> I don't gamble on football, but if your sports team has a similar logo to the BWO, I will cash in on that. Um, but yeah, you know, you can like other teams, you know, from a distance, you know, I'm over here, but I like the bills. 
I also like Buffalo because I wrestled there all the time for ECW and WWE. It's a great sports city. It's not that different than Philadelphia. Yeah. You know, they're very I've passionate. Heard that a lot. Yeah, they're very passionate. You know, and we're and we're passionate. Mm-hmm. Now, because we're you know the Philadelphia, this whole area is a hardworking town, blue collar. You know, busted knuckles. You know, put the sandwich in the lunchbox and go to work kind of town. Yeah. And uh, Buffalo's no different. So I like Buffalo, you know, as a secondary town, a secondary team. You know, I always root for Philadelphia. I always root for a good storyline. I'll watch whatever game and not have a vested interest, but see where the game takes me. And, you know, my emotions are all over the place. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um. So switching gears, Phillies are going to have fans this year in the stadium. Um, are you excited for the Phillies? I love the Phillies. Um, the Phillies take me back to a time where it uh, reminds me of my grandmother, my grandparents. Uh, when the Phillies won the World Series in 1980, I was seven way back when. Uh, and they won the World Series, and um, uh, my grandmom was celebrating, and she made it into the newspaper. Uh, they interviewed her, and she loved Tug McGraw. She had the red cowboy hat that said Tug McGraw number one and all that stuff. And, uh, you know, when they, the, the guy from the newspaper was interviewing her, you know, they're like, somebody took her cowboy hat off and dumped a beer on her head and put it back on her hat. And <clears throat> here's a little cool little story. They won in 80. She makes it in the newspaper. She wins in 2008. I mean, uh, the, she didn't win in 2000. The Phillies won in 2008, and uh, me and Mrs. Meany went and celebrated on the corner of Broad and Chunk, because we're at our favorite drinking establishment, like Tusker's, and we ran down to Broad and Chunk. So I have 2008, I was like, oh, let me find that newspaper, right? So I get the newspaper, I'm reading it, and my grandma in the newspaper, which I, I, I found on eBay, said, you know, she was in, up in the, the Northeast at my aunt's house or whatever. She's like, I'd rather be on Broad and Chunk right now. But I was like, oh, my God. It's destiny. We, we were on Broad and Chunk when they won in 08. She wanted to be there in 80. It's So anytime I hear the Phillies, think of the Phillies, I think of my grandma, I think of my grandparents. And, uh, yeah, I'm excited for the Phillies this year. They've re-signed JT. Yep. Uh, they're bringing Iggy back. And, uh, dude, they, they're, they're good. You know, they're maybe two or three wins away from being in the playoffs. Uh, last year, I mean, if their, their bullpen hadn't slipped on a banana peel every game and yeah. lost the game, you know, they would have yeah. had definitely would have had more wins. Dude, I saw them against the Marlins. They had a 10 run lead and they coughed it up. The bullpen coughed it up. I'm like, yeah, these are games they should have won. You know, if they win those games, they, they sneak into the playoffs and go all the way. So, um, and that now you said, I, I, you, you taught, I learned something from you. You said they, you know, they might have fans back in the stadium, which is great. You know, uh, otherwise it looks like it's just practice mode and MLB the show. You yeah. Know, on on yeah. PlayStation, you know. Yeah, they're already selling tickets for opening day. That's amazing. There's nothing yeah. better. Uh, and you posted a, a photo of you at the bank, mm-hmm. and I was like, man, that just no better feeling than being at Citizens Bank Park on a beautiful day. You know? Yeah eating a hot dog and just watching some baseball, the smell in the air, the, the sounds, it's, it's heaven. 
It really yeah. is. Because with the Eagles, you know, the, the Eagles give you a sense of urgency because there's only 16 games. Yeah. Baseball, unlimited games, 160-something games. You, oh, they lost two. Okay. You know, they can win three more and be back where they were. And there's a different, it's a different psychology, and it's a little bit more relaxing until you until you make the playoffs. And then it's, yeah. two, and it's like, <laughs> You know, this is my playoff stance. You know, <laughs> oh, well, this is an audio thing. I cross my arm, fold my arms, and you know, just bite my nails, and yeah. you know, find my good luck stance until like, <laughs> if they're doing good, I, I hold the stance, and if something happens, I, I change positions, you know, and stuff like that. So, I got I got to remind, remind myself we're on a podcast, not a video. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, um. So I have a wrestling question for you. Of course. What, what do you think about Drew McIntyre losing the belt to the Miz the way he did? Uh, our boy. Yeah. Our boy Drew McIntyre. Um, well, it's WrestleMania season, so I think they're trying to. I didn't like him losing because uh, mm. I think he 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 deserves to wrestle in front of fans as a champion. You know. Yeah. You know, especially with everything that's going on. He's, he's been a great champion, and he deserves that instant gratification of wrestling in front of a fan base. You know, you're wrestling in a, in a cold environment where there's no fans, no reaction, which is something, you know, wrestlers feed off. They feed off reaction. That's the way, you know, uh, you know, low inside baseball here, you know, wrestlers will listen to the fans, feel the fans, and go accordingly to where the fans set, how they react. So, and he's had none of that. You know, he's been champion twice. There's been no fans. It's, that's kind of cruel, you know, for somebody who's, he's a diehard wrestling fan. Um, and for him to, you know, have his first two uh, championships in front of the, no fans, I wasn't really a fan of him losing. But with that being stated, um I, I definitely think they're building towards something where he might regain it back at WrestleMania. And uh, hopefully, for our sake, uh, yeah. you know, I know uh, you're a big fan. I'm a big fan of him, too. So, yep. so uh, uh, yeah, hopefully he uh, – the next uh, pay-per-view coming up is Fastlane, I want to say. And I yeah, think, I think gonna, you're right. I think they're going to start building up towards, you know – they need to have stories going into WrestleMania, so I think the story in the WrestleMania will be him trying to get that belt back. So. Yeah. How All about right. you? What, what What did you think? Well, I was. I, I saw your. I saw. I saw your tweet. I was mad. I didn't think it was right because yeah. he just finished the match and then he got beat up some more. That's I that that whole thing with the money in the bank thing is kind of tired too, where it's like the same old situation. Yeah. You know, uh, you know, if they want to be original, just have somebody cash it in when the guy's fresh. You know, <laughs> just yeah. you know, hey, I see all these other people that come out. And I want to be a man of my word and, and cash in right now while you're you know yeah. you're not beat up. And they might have done it. I, I, maybe I didn't see it, but that. I think that would be a, a great approach. Instead yeah, of same old tired. Because the best one ever, the best cash in ever was when uh, Seth Rollins uh, cashed in 
against uh, I think it was Brock and Roman. He just ran in. It was in San Francisco, and the crowd just went ballistic. And he ran in, won it, and then stuck again. A crowd reaction makes everything, really. Yeah. Sometimes I'll watch a wrestling match for the match, and sometimes I'll rewind and watch the same match, and I'll just watch the crowd. And uh, the crowd reaction was, you know, electric. So, um, yeah, I, I wasn't really a fan how he won. It's same old, same. And you, you saw it coming a mile away when they showed the cut to uh, MVP and the, the Miz talking off in the corner. You're like, oh, here, here it comes. You know, <laughs> so. Yeah. Same old tired formula. Yeah. Washer and repeat. Yeah. All right. Thank you so much for being on. Uh, go birds. Go birds, man. Thank you for having me. And uh, go birds. Go birds. <laughs> Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.